0: Welcome to the College Scoops podcast. I'm your host, Moira McCullough, and today we are talking with Jay Towns about life as a student entrepreneur at Northwestern.
1: After I came to Northwestern and took my first entrepreneurship class, um, Principles of Entrepreneurship 225 with Heather Arani, who I'm still in close contact with, I came back the next year and had tripled my revenue and profit based on an intro entrepreneurship class.
0: This is the College Scoops podcast, and I'm your host, Moira McCullough. We focus on everything college-related, from the admissions process to where to eat, stay, and explore on and around campuses. Our guests include founders, educators, authors, and experts in the college space. Join us as these experts share their knowledge, experiences, and lessons learned to help you have stress-free, informative, and tasty college journeys. Whether it's your first or last child going to college, or you're just interested in going to a college town for a game or meal, we've got you covered. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the College Scoops podcast to get the inside scoops on everything college related and leave us a review. Thanks to all of our sponsors, partners, and the entire College Scoops ambassador team for helping us bring valuable content to our community. If you would like to support College Scoops as a sponsor, please head over to Patreon at patreon.com collegescoops college scoops and sign up as a sustaining listener, insider, or deluxe sponsor. We have exclusive benefits for our members, free ebooks, and even a College Scoops care package. Jay Towns is a junior at Northwestern University studying musical theater, music technology, and entrepreneurship. As well as a full-time student, Jay is also a performer, photographer, creative director, and video blogger he's constantly finding new ways to blend his interest in entertainment to create value for others. Recent projects of his include partnering with Dolphin Show for a headshot fundraiser and composing the score for a film titled It's Not You, It's Me. Welcome to the College Scoops podcast, Jay. Thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: We love talking with student entrepreneurs, and that's how you and I connected on YouTube. Um, I think you had just released a score for a film that you worked on.
1: That's correct. Yeah, that was, man, it seems like such a long time ago already, honestly.
0: (laughs) You're a busy person. You're a photographer, entrepreneur, you're an influencer. So you have a lot to talk to us about and share your insights with students. So I appreciate it.
1: Yeah, for sure. Again, thanks so much for having me. Um, My name is Jay Towns. I am now a junior, a third year at Northwestern University. Um, I'm in the school of communication with a major in theater, uh, a minor in music technology, and another minor in entrepreneurship. Um, I'm also studying um, specifically in the music theater certificate and the acting for screen module. Um, So, like, those are my um, academic kind of concentrations. And then in my free time, I like to do acting, YouTube, music. Um, and photography um, those are kind of the things that I like to do when I kind of have uh, some extra time and so I, I really enjoy you know working on music or or taking pictures of my friends and kind of blending those creative outlets as 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 much as I can.
0: Well, I'm exhausted because I don't know what your free time is like if you're doing <laughs> that. you're in an environment too at northwestern as as well it's which is such a creative um, environment to be in so, First off, how did you choose Northwestern?
1: This is a pretty funny story, I like to think. um, The reason I actually ended up at Northwestern, which is, by the way, where I think I belong. I think Northwestern is probably the best school for me, given now what I know about what my interests are, and, and I think about other places that I would have, maybe not have been able to explore everything as much as I wanted to, like I've been able to here. But the reason I'm at Northwestern, because when I was applying, I actually didn't, um, my, I didn't know about Northwestern, but I'm from Schaumburg, Illinois, which is like an hour west of Chicago. And so my parents knew about Northwestern and the other schools in Chicago. And they were like, Northwestern is a really good school. You should just apply. And, and so I did, um, because we were able to, which is, um, a privilege, you know, um, to be able to get that application in there. But the one thing that I didn't know, um, was the difference between early decision and early action. So I got into Northwestern ED and didn't know that it was binding. So I was still applying to like other schools after, and then I got an email from Michigan once they received like my theater self tape or something and they were like, why are you applying? Like, we know that you got into Northwestern. I was like, yeah, but I, I want, you know, to know my options. And they were like, you're going to Northwestern. Stop applying. (laughs) And I was like, Oh, got it. So um that's actually how I ended up here.
0: You didn't realize that, hey, listen, you got in early decision. (laughs) It's a huge accomplishment. So kudos to you and the fact that it ended up working out. Had you ever been to campus before you applied?
1: Yeah, definitely. I, I had visited and I really, really loved the campus. I could not believe that it was right on the coast and that there were all of these amenities I'd saw. I'd seen the gyms and the dining halls and all of the dorms and stuff from the outside. And I was like, this place looks so nice. Um, I visited my junior year of high school, I believe. And so I, I had a tour guide who showed me around and answered my questions, of which I didn't really have that many at the time because I was still wrapping my head around the fact that I was gonna be going to college at that time. But um, yeah, I, I visited my junior year and I liked it.
0: And did you know anyone at the college campus who had been there who you could talk to and ask questions about?
1: no i didn't know anybody i think the last person from my high school that um that went to northwestern he he's like a teacher at my high school now like so there's been a pretty large distance
0: right so now you're in and now we know how you got in and you're there and you're excited but then thinking okay i'm committed once you arrived at northwestern looking back on it, do you have any recommendations to students who are going and how to get involved and how to acclimate yourself? If a lot of students, it's the first time away from home, they may not know anyone on campus like yourself who didn't know anyone. What are some tips and advice that you would have for students?
1: Yeah, first and foremost, honestly, in hindsight, I wish I had just gotten a lot more sleep. And that's something that might surprise you. But I realized that sleep deprivation at the very beginning of my Freshman year because obviously now you're not at home. You don't have a curfew Um, and so it's like you want to go out and do all these things and i'm not being like, you know Go to sleep at 9 p.m. But I think I realized in hindsight that My ability to acclimate to all of the new things that were happening were I think severely stunted by the fact that I was just tired for like a month um, because I was just doing too much meeting too many people I I didn't know where any of the buildings were and it was not really it was not healthy I think for my for my body (laughs) honestly I I think that's something that people forget about all the time and it's easy to forget about because it's so much new stuff but really take care of yourself make sure you're eating three times a day at least um and getting rest and that will set you up for success down the road and then I will say um like I didn't know anybody so What I did and what I would highly encourage people to do wherever they are at school, I'm sure most schools have something like this. um, And that was the club fair that I went to. Um, Northwestern's club fair um, was outside of the Norris building, which is this recreational building that many students go to just to hang out, get like Starbucks, whatever. Um, They had two days um, of the club fair and I went to one not because anybody really told me to only because I heard about it and I realized I would not have known about most of the things that I do now if it weren't for the club fair. Um, So I can only imagine what it would have been like to integrate into those different communities. If I had not, if I had not gone to the club fairs, signed up for email lists and then that way I was learning about things that I was interested in. So if there's any kind of club fair or organization fair at your school, as soon as you get there, I think that is something that you're really going to want to target or find so that you can see the breadth of um, things that your school and the extracurriculars have to offer. Um, because I think that's, that's how I made a lot of my friends my freshman year was just people who I was in clubs with that were into similar things like improv, acapella, business, you know, it, there's, there's something for everything.
0: Well, it's something that you always hear. And a lot of times we don't do what's so simple and easy. And and there for us in terms of access. And in hindsight, as you said, um, it was the easiest thing to do, get out of your comfort zone though. It's a little bit scary going to a club fair and trying to like throw yourself out there. But as we all know, everyone's been in those shoes before. So it sounds like the upperclassmen were extremely um, warm and welcoming and you know, engaging with, with the freshman body.
1: Definitely they were, yeah.
0: Any other um, tips in terms of what you wish you knew at freshman orientation? Looking back,
1: I wish I knew that I didn't have to know who I was going into college. I think that another thing that we all think is just us, but never is, is that everybody who's a freshman. Um, I mean, there are transfer students, you know, but it's everybody's first time at Northwestern anyway, um, and. People are trying to figure out who their friends are and what they want to do and who they want to be. And if I had met my freshman self, I would have been like, hey, dude, chill. Like, don't worry. You don't need to have everything figured out. I think um, really, I would just encourage anybody who's new going into college to be comfortable with the discomfort of not knowing what's going on because everybody else is in the same boat and you're not alone. And that's how you bond with others and make new friends. So I would I would say embrace that. Um, and don't don't worry too much about what you think you need to be because nobody knows who they are when they're going into college.
0: It's so freeing once you have that mindset, isn't it? It's like exhausting trying to keep up and trying to do what you think people are expecting. And then when you take away those expectations of judgment, it's it's so freeing and, and get comfortable with the uncomfortable because everyone's in that position as well. I love this asking this question because I'm a parent so I think I'm like cool and chill with my kids but I'm sure uh-huh. if they were sitting here with you and you asked the question what can some parents do to kind of like take the pressure off as well
1: man that's a that's a good question and i I really think it depends on your family situation obviously what you can afford to to you know to be able to back up on i think in my experience which is the only experience i can i can talk about i grew up in a house that was very accommodating my parents always had what i needed and so i personally felt very fulfilled with my home situation and was just ready to go somewhere else and i think it my parents you know we we have a great relationship and my mom tells me about how it was very hard for her to like let me leave the house and and not know where I am. And she was like, the house is so quiet. And I think that for some parents, I, I guess what I can say is just be in tune with what your child needs, like really listen to what they want. Um, because I think sometimes in some situations, I know a lot of my friends got really homesick, you know, friends coming from internationally or from far away places california new york you know i think i had the luxury of living an hour away even though i never went back i think it was the fact that i knew that i could um which was what really put me at ease and so i was like parents please give me some space to have a new life you know um and so that's what i needed from my parents but i think sometimes it can be the opposite where parents are like no go and and live your life and don't worry about you know us we'll be fine." And some kids are like, I miss California. I'm, I miss Singapore. Like I, I need that um, connection with my parents. And so I think just for parents to really be in tune with what your child is saying they need from you and and not to question it for that first moment, um, because it might be contrary to the way that it was when you went to college or, or I mean, I can only imagine what it's like on Zoom now, like people being at home or not at home, but still online learning, and, and there are a bunch of nuances, and so I think it's just really important to be in tune with what your kid needs.
0: And I'm going to have to replay that. I'm going to have to keep this segment. You mentioned, it too, Northwestern is is in a virtual environment, as many schools are. Um, any advice that you have for those students? Like I have a high school senior right now getting ready to embark on his college career, and any advice that you would have and how to be successful and engage. I mean, you're in theater, you're an actor. Like, how do you do that online?
1: Yeah, man. I mean, there's so much on this. I'll try to keep it concise. I guess I'll start with what I think Northwestern's been doing well. Um, I think that Northwestern implemented really great ways, especially for the first quarter of online where people were just like, what is going on? Um, Pass-fail classes for people who really just could not handle the stress of COVID and trying to do well in class. I mean, that's a huge, again, it's such a privilege for some people to be able to say that COVID didn't really affect their lifestyle, but there's a lots of people, um, low-income first-gen students, for example, who Northwest, being at Northwestern is amazing for them, but they might not be able to live on not having that income from their parents for three months. Like, um, and so that really took a lot of tolls on a lot of families and I think Northwestern, Understood that and listened to the student body and allowed for pass fail classes, um, which was a really really important um, thing I think. And you know, after we started to acclimate to this climate of online classes, um, personally I'll I'll say I still don't like them quite as much. I think, especially in theater, it's very difficult to have um, personal interaction um, when it and and you know reading body language and whatnot. But I really have. Uh, learn to look on the bright side and understand what is really what really is important about our education and I think i've loved first of all being able to wake up later and not have to get dressed and and go walk to class. I really do enjoy that um also i've found that i can i have flexibility with my schedule now to not necessarily i mean I remember back when things were normal, I would wake up at eight. Go to class, and I wouldn't come home until after midnight, literally every day. Because I need, I was like, oh well, since I'm already out, I might as well just wait around here for my next class and wait around here. And and now it really is like classes from nine to eleven, and it's not, you know, you don't have to get up and walk at eight thirty and then come back at eleven thirty. It's I, I feel like I've reclaimed a lot more of the time in my day, which is. It really adds up. It really adds up. And I think I've been a lot more productive because of it, actually. And then one more thing that I just want to say that is so important because I've recently been going through it, as you know, Zoom is basically the new normal now. And I don't have a problem per se with um, the conventions of Zoom class. But I think one of those things that, again, we forget, and I would really implore people, anybody, I mean, school, but like people who work on their computer all day, like anybody who's looking at that screen, go somewhere else look at something else for like 30 minutes to an hour a day um zoom fatigue is so real and i remember just last week i I think i'm doing great in school but i was um just i was in class all day and i got to a class and was just this overwhelming sense of just fatigue i I realized I i was not even paying attention to what i was hearing um, and it wasn't because the content wasn't engaging. It was because I'd just been staring at a screen all day for the past week. And so I just logged off of class. I emailed my professor and was like, I'm so sorry, but I just need a break. And I went outside and I took a walk and I returned to an email saying, Jay, we've all been there totally fine with the rest of the supplemental materials for class. So like, it's never to you're never the only person who needs that break. And I think that, since everybody is online right now everybody understands that and if you need time um to just look at a tree <laughs> or something um pe- people get it I, people get it and 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 especially at northwestern i think the um the faculty understand and there's there's um there's really no there's no deterrent to to speaking your mind and, and being a human being and so that that's my experience with zoom so far
0: I think that's so important because you even said it, not only students, but also the t- faculty, staff and people that are working right now. And it seems like you just described my my past week when my daughter walked up and said, have you left your computer for the past 12 hours? That's not healthy for you physically and mentally. So mm-hmm. you've just also highlighted that as well, because I think making sure that you're mentally fit and and if not, as you said, reach out and ask for help and people are there, they're able to help you and they want to help you. So don't be afraid to ask as well. Absolutely. So everything else that you, you do, you mentioned, I've seen some of your photography work, which is amazing. And, you, and I have a couple of questions on, on your business, but Amazon, when I see that you're an influencer on Amazon, can you describe that?
1: Yeah, that is a really fun gig. I mean, it really, I don't, I don't know how i got it i i I really it's nothing special in the sense of the way that i happened upon it i saw an application online for uh amazon product influencers and was like i feel like i'm a pretty influential person um and so i just applied and i i filled out my information like and I, i put my social media handles and why i wanted to be part of the influencer program and I got an email like later that week or the next week that was like we've accepted you. And so what that means um and what I think is so cool is that now I have a shop on Amazon where I will put products that I use, things that I've purchased from Amazon. Um for example like anything from instruments to like recording equipment to photography equipment, like anything that or to school like I I actually have a school um, school supplies page. And even I made one for like Halloween costumes. I mean, really just pages that it's like, this is what I get to do what I do. And then people can purchase the same thing from my cart and get a discount. Um, and like, I think it's really cool. And it works really well with my, um my lifestyle because I use stuff from Amazon all the time. And so it's not that difficult for me to be like, I got this and it works for me and I think you should get it too. And you can get a discount on it because I told you that I used it. And it's, it's very simple, but it really has been a um, really nice platform to have.
0: Definitely. And it's a win-win because you're, you're not promoting anything that you don't like. It's just like, this is what I buy and use all the time. And right. sure, if I can help you by giving you that discount and keeping you from researching an hour or two for those particular products, hey. great. Right i've done the homework for you so then also share a little bit about then you have a photography business fill us in on that so that we can because we'll include all that information as well
1: so i started doing photography right at the end of high school In my senior year i was the editor of our yearbook and so i'd never touched a camera in my life but one day one of our photographers couldn't go to a girls basketball game and so i had to step in and start taking the pictures and i just really loved it i thought it was very exciting and dynamic and ever since then i've been trying to get my hands on cameras and so that that december i started doing um like photography like of my friends and whatnot and so then i kept going and as you know different friends were like hey i've seen you're taking pictures of this person could you do this for me um and pretty soon it, it it, it organically kind of turned into a business. There was no point at which I was like, okay, now it's Towns Photography. I named it kind of later, but it was just, once I had enough clients, I started realizing that there was a way to get more into the, um, the formality of how to, how to market the photography and how to become uh, more savvy in terms of like how to network and and I started working with different photography companies. I would do things like event photography or concert photography for Northwestern and really trying to build out more my portfolio so that anybody could come and look at what I've done and see themselves or their project in it. And so that's where I'm at now. I do mainly portraits of lots of my peers who are in theater and business who need headshots for auditions or LinkedIn. And so it's been a very, very organic kind of situation going on. I, I literally just did my first headshot session in a while yesterday of my friend who just saw me in a Zoom business class. And I had mentioned briefly that I did photography. And so, you know, it, it's, it's very organic and I, I love it. And I'm constantly looking for ways to um, improve that because I think really that is something that could be very viable for me as a career path after I graduate, especially keeping the acting and music on the side. And as everybody and their mother knows, that being a pretty um, volatile kind of industry. But I I really think that keeping that in the conversation with my photography can really benefit me in the long run. And so I I don't plan on stopping that anytime soon.
0: Good for you. And it's such a a nice resource for your peers to have because everyone is looking for that. You are You said you're a junior, everyone's out there looking at their LinkedIn profile and you're acting and, and music and they're looking for, as you said, headshots. Are you involved with the entrepreneurship program at Northwestern and do they do a good job with internships or helping you get connected with alumni in the business? How does that
1: all work? Absolutely. I think I'm one of the biggest student ambassadors for the uh, entrepreneurship program i could not speak better like i i think it is the one of the best programs northwestern has to offer i may be biased because i haven't done all of the programs but i have had the most fun i've learned the most i've implemented the most into my real life and i've made some of the most genuine connections in the entrepreneurship program my photography business after the first class that i took so i told you i started it in my senior year of high school after I, after I came to Northwestern and took my first entrepreneurship class, um, principles of entrepreneurship two twenty five with Heather Arani, who I'm still in close contact with. I came back the next year. That was a spring quarter class. I came back the next year and had tripled my revenue and profit based on an intro entrepreneurship class. Cannot praise this program enough. And that's when I immediately started doing the minor. And so now I'm, Almost done with the entrepreneurship minor, which is insane, because most of it I've taken online um, at this point. But I mean, there's sales and marketing, there's personal branding um, and how to grow a fan base. Um, there's accounting and finance, like it it goes over everything. And depending on what you're interested in, I mean, who would think that you know a kid who um, makes music and does theater would get so much out of an entrepreneurship program? But really you can take out of it as much as you'd like. Um, and there's something in there for everybody. I cannot praise the program enough. I love it. And anybody who's going to Northwestern, um, especially I'm like, take an entrepreneurship class, see if it's for you. And if it's not too much hassle, just add the minor on there. It'll change your life. It changed mine. Um, even if you're not at Northwestern, if you have some kind of, um, you know, business or entrepreneurship kind of innovation project or, or, um, program at your school, I would highly suggest looking into it. Um it really could revolutionize the way that you you see yourself and you see your work. I mean, I think, sorry, I know this is a big ramble, but I'm really passionate about this. I think especially for people in creative industries, everything that I do, um, it's not based on anybody else. Like nobody's telling me to make music or YouTube videos or take pictures. These are all things that I've kind of had to push myself and market myself for. And so I think if you are in that industry in any way where what you are making is the product in and of itself, it is imperative to know how to make that valuable for other people. And that's what this program has helped me accelerate so much. And that's why I have so much confidence in everything that I do. It's not because I think that what I do is so amazing and everybody needs to see it. But I've worked with, like you said, um, they, they bring in um, guest speakers, you know, professionals in the industry my entrepreneurship professor, my first one, Heather, that I was talking about, she, um, she not only works in real estate and entrepreneurship, but she also works at the Lyric Opera of Chicago, which, like, for me, as somebody who's into music and business, I'm like, you're kidding. This person is exactly what I need in this program, and, and there are people like that all over the entrepreneurship programs. They're all multifaceted. That's the, the point, kind of, and so, you know, I don't feel very alone in my sense of being like, oh, I do this and I do this and I do this because I've seen people who have done it and are now teaching me how to do the same thing. So no. that was a lot, but I love the entrepreneurship program.
0: No, it's great because you talked about so many different facets of it and it sounds like they have a community that's tight net. Do they have a mentorship program or is it an informal, like you said, it's just, you have a professor, you end up making that relationship and keeping in touch or do they have formal <laughs> programs as well to help?
1: There are formal programs. I actually just applied to be a um, mentee in one of them. I, I'm forgetting the name. I will email you later with that name if you want to endorse that. But perfect. Um, there. First of all, there are. There's nothing like a personal relationship. I think if I hadn't recognized that Heather specifically for me would be a perfect mentor. Um, she won't be everybody's. Like, right. it depends on what you're into, you know. And so I just was in a class with her and was like, "You do exactly what I want to do." Uh, so, obviously, for me, that was perfect. But there are, you can do independent studies with any professor you choose if it fits their schedule. So, in the entrepreneurship program, every professor at some point in the year is opening up um, their independent studies, which is basically you have a project that you think this person can help you take to the next level, and they will meet with you weekly. Or if whatever you decide with the professor, you can meet more than weekly or bi weekly, and you can work on your own project with somebody who is in that field but then even past that past being involved in classes or personal um professor interactions this program that i'm sorry i'm forgetting the name of um it pairs mentees and mentors who do specific things and so i was looking for entertainment mentors and there was a a list of people that they're going to send me i applied um and they're going to send me a mentor like at the end of february who's going to help me with the rest of my career in college and looking for a job after and so there are also structured programs to make sure that anybody could do that if they want to
0: so that score that you produce any anything that you would like to share with our audience things that they should look for or stay tuned there's a j town's new score coming out for a new movie
1: not quite i don't think i don't have anything in the works right now for uh, any new scores but i will say that was um The score that we're referring to uh, being a score that I made for my friend Hannah Lindvall's film that she wrote and directed called It's Not You, It's Me, which was a Northwestern production. So it was part of her um, RTVF, which is radio, television and film, uh, her RTVF class. And so um, she brought me on as a musical collaborator. So I made original music for the for the film and also featured some of my own music in the film. Uh, And she also helped me with a music video, which is, I think, really, really good. And on my YouTube channel, you can check it out. Um, But yeah, I I think, I I mean, I won't spend too much time on that, but really the heart of it is that no matter what you're doing and where you're doing it, there's somebody else on campus who, like Hannah and I, we never would have met if it weren't for this collaboration on the project, but now we're great friends too. Um, But it really started with people trying to find collaborators um, for to to let their vision come through, and and that exists in any industry, all over the place. Um, and and I think Northwestern and college in general is just a place where you can really let that collaboration go and and get it out there. Um, Because as much as I like Hannah now, I don't think I would have met her if there was no initial reason to. Um, And so I just think it's so cool to be in a place where this collaboration is so, it's so encouraged. And and then these great relationships come out of it. And uh, those, I think, are relationships that are going to last, you know, a whole career. So I, I think it's really awesome how that has worked out so far.
0: Well, Jay, you are crushing it. You are crushing it in college and you've given us so many good points for high school prospective students who are looking at just the Cole college search and also anyone who's looking at Northwestern. Um, I have one very, very important question left, though.
1: All right. What is it?
0: What is your favorite place to go on or around campus? Personally, I'm a dessert person, but I'll open the floor to whatever.
1: Oh, so many to choose from surprise i have three because evanston food is amazing so i'll first start with my favorite todoroki sushi it is amazing it is like just some of the best sushi i've ever had plain and simple it's on davis street check it out there is edzo's which is a burger place it reminds me of the kinds of burgers that you get at like theme parks like at disney they're so good i don't know how to explain and you go inside and you're like oh my goodness is it summer it's just the the vibes in there are so good the burgers are so good they have all kinds of fries chili cheese fries deluxe blah 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 it's it's they've got insane kind of dishes and then for you moira desserts (laughs) if you guys like sweet stuff there is this place killwinds which is on sherman avenue It's ice cream, but it's not just like Ben and Jerry's or like Cold Stone. Love those places too. But Kilman's, they have fudge and like caramel apples and ice cream. And they have the most inventive ice cream flavors I've ever seen. My favorite is, and they're not soft serve. It's like actual ice cream. Um, My favorite flavor so far is like apple pie. Mm. Amazing. I've had it like three times in the winter, it was still cold. I was still eating it, it didn't matter. Um, So yeah, uh, those are some of my favorites in Evanston.
0: We shouldn't have done this around lunchtime because I'm, I'm absolutely starved. Thank you so much for sharing your insights with us today. We really appreciate it.
1: Of course, thank you.
0: Thank you, Jay, for joining us today to share your story about how you landed at Northwestern. You offered great advice for freshmen, Getting sleep is so important, and that will set you up for success as you navigate the first couple months of school. Get involved early and often, and get comfortable with discomfort. Know everyone is in the same position as a freshman, so you are not alone. If you have a business or you are interested in starting a business at Northwestern, connect with the entrepreneurship and mentoring programs. The resources, classes, and network are incredibly supportive, and you will find yourself thriving. You can learn more about Jay Towns and his photography business on his social media at Jay Towns or on his website, Towns Photography. Please take a couple of minutes to rate, review, and subscribe to College Scoops. Thank you for listening to our College Scoops podcast. Our entire College Scoops team strives to make the college journey a little bit easier, less stressful, fun, and tasty by sharing all the inside scoops we have curated along the way. We would love to hear from you about topics to cover and your ideas on everything college-related. Reach out to us at collegescoops.com or follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook.